0: Hey, welcome, Kingdom Investors, to the first Wednesday episode of our podcast show, and what we're going to be playing for you today is actually an excerpt from our live weekly webinar series that we do every single week, Uh, and if you want to learn more, you can go to thekingdomrei.com forward slash live, L-I-V-E, to join us live, and really it is our commitment every single week to bring on some of the best industry leaders around real estate and investing to help you as a Kingdom Entrepreneur grow and scale your real estate portfolio or your real estate business. And so we just, it's just an incredible time. I mean, there's so much value that we do on a live format. Uh, But today, we're just breaking down every single Wednesday. We're going to give you some of the best training content from that series. You can subscribe to that and be part of that live at www.thekingdomrei.com forward slash live the forward slash live enjoy this episode but let's talk about kind of where like before what were you up to um, before partnering with derek and launching this build a rent community fund tell, tell us a little bit about your background and how joint ventures specifically have helped you grow and scale
1: Yeah, man. So I started way back as a commercial broker. And I realized uh, really quickly that uh, it was going to be impossible for me to scale that business without some partnerships. So I started investing in real estate. um, And as recent as last two years, we were probably sponsoring deals in California. California is a little bit uh, unpredictable. So we started taking some investors to uh, other markets across the country. And that's kind of how I connected uh, with you. Uh, and uh, really wanted to try and figure out a way to to bring our twenty years of experience and kind of all the lessons that we've uh, we've we've learned, um, and see if we can kind of help grow together. There's so many facets of real estate, at Ellis, as you know, that it's impossible to do it on your own. So when you can kind of you know pick a jockey like Derek and and just ride as far as we can, you know that's that's so that that was the uh that's kind of the short version of it there's a lot of in-betweens which we'll get into a little bit later i'm sure so andy
0: i would do want to ask you this that's really interesting you brought that point up like your your method i've heard you say this is kind of like you you're all in on like you you're good at raising the money like this is kind of your role you play in the last several deals and it's all about like you finding good jockeys um, explain why that's important what do you mean by that and and also when you talk about like are, are you not afraid of partner? Like most people, when they think of partnerships, like, ah, oh, no, like, I don't want to do partnerships. Like people get, you know, all, all, you know, two things that, you know, death or divorce, right. You know what I'm saying? Like all partnerships yeah. in a death or divorce. And so explain to me your mindset of why you actually have decided, no, I, I want to go all in on partnering. Like this is actually yeah. how we're going to build our entire model. How I'm going to provide for my family is through joint ventures. Explain that mindset.
1: Yeah, man. You know, um, one, I think that's, that's what we're meant to be here to do is to kind of help each other and collaborate. And I think it's really, really difficult, especially in the real estate game to get anywhere by yourself. So those, to, to those people that don't want a partner, I would, I would, I would push back a little bit that they do have a partner. They've got a lending partner. Um, They're going to have a property management partner. They're going to have partners all throughout the real estate business. And so why not grab the best of the best you know, and it takes a long time to vet them. That's for sure. But why not grab the best of the best, take those skills that you've got. And instead of focusing on things that you're not as good at bringing those people that you are so that you can scale faster. You know, Ellis, I've been on so many calls with operators as we just kind of figure out who are those jockeys or the funds that we want to invest in. And I'm always amazed the guys, even three, 4,000 units they don't have all of the pieces together because it's not possible. They're not focusing on the investor relations part. They may be great at the acquisition, acquisition, the execution, you know, the disposition, but like the crews along the way, it sucks, right? Yeah. So we wanna have we wanna be that for people. We wanna be that kind of investor relations, back office, asset management, kind of be able to kind of help other good operators. Stay in their lane and do what they do best, and that's kind of what we're. So, doing.
0: And let me ask you this, just for context for everyone else, because you know a lot of people in our space, and most people listening here, probably are seeing and knowing a lot of the names that we know in our space. Out of the people you chat with, how many people are using joint venture structures like the one we just showed to grow and together portfolio?
1: I mean, I would say that if they're doing it, if they're doing it well, uh, it's seven. Um, and 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 part of that is that's my I'm in kind of a community oriented mindset. Um, but well, I mean, like,
0: I'm sorry, like percentage wise, like how many of the people you chat with or you know are actually doing it this way? Yeah, yeah, so right, I
1: say seven out of ten. So 70, seven out of 70%. ten. Seventy yeah, yeah. percent
0: of people. Yep. Yeah. Last question, Derek, and then I want our Andy, and then I want to talk Derek real quick too, and then bring you guys in together. Talk about from a joint venture standpoint. You're you're kind of the money guy. Yeah, I call you the money guy, money bags. Andy's money bags, by the way, guys, if you need, uh, you need someone <laughs> right, for you to... <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, what do you look for in a jockey? What's important for you in a partner when you're going to be joint venturing that's, hey, here are the things. Like, What was de- what did Derek show or provide? Or who, what was it about Derek that you said, this is a guy I want to line myself and my company with in order to grow?
1: Yeah, you know it's it's part of it's instinctual, but we do have kind of a criteria that we sit them through. So we've got to walk through the process from A to Z, right? Like, how are you starting these projects? How are you completing these projects? How are you reporting on these projects? Um, We've got to see the track record. So maybe we'll walk through some specific deals, and then you know, Ellis, you you and I have talked about this quite a bit. Like, I want to hear somebody that's been leveled and with the description of how they were able to write that ship. Now, I don't mean that they need to be knocked on their A and and, and completely level, but I mean that there's not one deal that I've ever been in that doesn't have something that goes wrong. And so when you're looking at a partner, you need to know that they're resilient, right? Uh, I always tell people that we partner with or people that were, you know, uh, you know, helping as mentoring that I don't know what's going to go wrong, but there's going to be something that's going to go wrong in this deal. And that could be with the lending. It could be with the getting the capital together. It could be with the, the construction schedule. It could be with lumber prices. There's going to be something that goes wrong and we're going to have to be aligned with people that are resilient. So those are just a couple of the things. That's really um, good. Yeah,
0: Derek, welcome to the conversation, brother. Yep.
2: Glad to be here, guys.
1: And by the way, Derek's going to be like, try to be humble and he's, he's not going to say a whole lot. So like, I might have to be his hype man <laughs> a little bit when he, when he gives us some kind of dry answer, like, oh, well, you know, shucks, it's just everybody else. That's
0: yeah. doing all the Derek is a, is an Amazon author. Like he just published two children books <laughs> on top of building Incredible. a $50 million fund. So Incredible, what man. what are your books on Amazon called Derek? D- what are the, I just, Dino, I know builders. Huh? Dino Builders. Dino Builders. But guys, go get this. If you want your kids to know about construction entrepreneurship, they're, they're <laughs> 10 bucks. Go support my man, Derek. My, ne- awesome.
1: my nephew knows more about dinosaurs than me. He loves <laughs> that book, man. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah
0: fun dude. stuff. So, Derek, so you're on the other side. I think this is really cool, helpful for our audience. You're on the operating. Like, really, you're, you're not – capital raising has not been your strength. You're a developer. You're a general contractor by trade. Is that correct?
2: Correct. And, and I'm glad Andy described me as the jockey and not the horse. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh yeah I, i've always been on the side i've been doing it solo more or less for almost 20 years you know and doing two three eight projects a year um, and i was 100 partner doing everything um and like you were describing earlier you know it's nice having that that 100 ownership but it slows you down you know, and and through joining this group, I just realized met met up with Andy, and he would call me, kind of asking like what I have going on, this and that. And I was like, well, I have this thing I'm working on. It might take me two or three years, and then eventually it just morphed into something else. Like, well, we could take this and do something much more efficient, and do it better. You know, carve out the pieces that I don't normally do. Like you said, the fund, you know, the capital raising, the asset management. That's just not that's just not me.
0: So Derek, talk to me about. Um let's let's talk about joint venture and then we'll dive into the fun itself um and you don't necessarily have to give here live unless you guys want to get numbers to the breakdown but talk to me about how you decided to break it down in terms of because you, you never had done partner at joint venture like this and you've given up a percentage or a piece of your company to andy and his team how did you kind of figure out how the best way to do that what you guys would focus on like who would do what roles from coming from I've done this by myself, To know, I'm actually going to bring someone into my, you know, my team and start carving out equity. Was that a hard process? And then tell me how you kind of did that and how that might be helpful for people who are listening.
2: Yeah. I think Andy's going to have to answer half of this as well, because it wasn't a set process. It was like, he was talking about through the interview, just the process of meeting each other. I mean, we probably did it over four or five months of just meeting him and his other partners And slowly just going through that process of learning each other learning what what they do and what i would do and it it just kind of naturally started to fit into place to see okay this is where we could end up and it makes sense for both sides
1: you know ellis as you know there's just so many components of it right the development's a huge huge piece but if you've got a developer that's actually out there also trying to raise money and is trying to you know manage the asset you know um, all of that manage the investor relations all of those pieces to legal, all of those, those things they, they require a lot of time. So we really envision this as being a true partnership. This isn't just, we don't think of ourselves as, as money raisers in this case, we think of ourselves as kind of the, the asset management arm. So we'll be doing a little bit more there. Um, but, but again, you know, Derek had a project in this particular case that th- there's, there's no reason he couldn't have done it by himself, right? What we're, we're, we're looking to do is help grow this, this fund in the long term with like assets like this. So we're gonna need a lot of help on the acquisition process, on the land process, on, you know, learning new markets, figuring out how this Southeast, you know, is run with this particular municipality. So there's a lot of those kind of back office pieces that as people that are in real estate know, there's just so many components. Yeah,
0: you know what I love about that too, Andy? And I think about like, when I think about how to really grow and grow big and do something impactful, like I think what keeps a lot of people from from even wanting to think big, and I and I'm guilty of this sometimes too. Is the bigger I think, and I'm like, oh, that was a good idea, and then like yeah, I get really excited about it, and then I'm, I'm I, I let it try and simmer a little bit, and then the first thing I start thinking of is all the problems. Yeah. Oh man, if I if I do that, I don't know how to do that. I, well, dang, if I if I, if we try and do that, then who's gonna do this? And and I think the problems of like I don't know how to do that keep people from really pushing through that ceiling. And, I, and, I, and that's why I like the you know, tagline to our mastermind is you're one connection away because I think there's always a who to help solve that problem, right? And so even what you're saying, um, Andy, is like you were that who for Derek, but I love what you're saying too is you're going to need more who's. Like in order to accomplish doubt. what you guys are going to need to do, you need more who's to help with some of these things that you guys don't even know how to do yet. I love that.
1: Absolutely, man. You know when I when I was coming up, one thing that might help people that are out there that are either looking to JV or, you know, they're they're kind of hey, I don't understand. You know, do might have to defer to this guy or that guy. Like everybody has a skill set. Like if if you come in and you said, look, I've just got a marketing background. You know, Ellis will tell you like our marketing is definitely not where it should be. Right. So we've been doing these deals for you know twenty years. We've got some of these pieces on the processes and you know, investor relations and we're able to cycle through a lot of the investors we had, but somebody that could come in and help us with marketing, like there's a huge draw there, right? There's just all these different pieces. And the other thing is trust your instincts. Like a lot of times when I was starting out, I would go to a senior developer or somebody else and I would think, oh, these guys just know so much more about this thing than I do because they knew development. And that's just absolutely not true. There's just so many nuanced pieces that if you've got all this experience that you can bring to the table, you can help somebody way smarter than you grow, because you haven't bought into this idea, well, they must know all the nuanced information. The hardest decisions that you make, I think, along the way, Ellis, are like, you understand something, you're maybe 55, 60% sure, but your team who doesn't have all the information is like 80% sure. Like, that's when you're really tested, right? So you really got to trust that you know this special thing, and you can bring that to the table, and don't defer to people that don't. Yeah,
0: that's excellent. Derek, so while we got just a few minutes here, t- t- tell us about this fund and, and the actual project and what you guys are out to accomplish. Cause I think it's pretty, it's pretty massive. It's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it, it's a 506C. So we can talk about it. We don't have to, you know, tread lightly. Um, and the, the model is just to focus on 75 to 150 unit, single family residential subdivisions that we're going to manage like multifamily assets. So we're going to own it just like you would an apartment building, but they're just individual homes in a single community, you know, but it gives people a little more space. You know, they have their own driveway, their own front and back porch. Um, So people that are ready to move out of traditional apartments or people that are downsizing from their houses, we're capturing both of those um, segments. And we're looking to do it everywhere from Texas all the way to eventually North Carolina. That's kind of our, our sweet spot we're going to fan out. I'm in Louisiana, so the first one's here. And then we're going to, the next ones will be a couple hours from there as, as we grow it. And when does this fun open? Andy can answer a little bit a little bit better but probably two weeks so yeah we're, like we're pretty close
1: we've got we yeah. got a lot of the kind of as you know with many of these things I was like you can get 90 percent there with something and then like getting that last 10 percent which is why it's so important to have a great team you got to push and push and push and push so I think we're pretty close there but we've <laughs> already actually started on the building and um, the project The all that stuff makes sense now for this first one.
0: By the way, guys, if you, and we don't have all day with these folks. So if you have specific questions for Andy or, or Derek, please type in the chat while we do that. Guys, where Andy, where um, if someone's listening, want to learn about you guys or this fund, what's the best place to go to in order to do that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Hop on. Uh, we've got a couple of resources there on um, LegacyAX.com, www.LegacyAX.com. We've got some passive uh, investor resources. We also got some kind of how to sniff out the BS when you're when you're looking for deals um, and then I'm on LinkedIn all over LinkedIn, and then Derek just got me in Clubhouse, Ellis. So well, I, I saw know. that, man. You guys were <laughs> this late. Be, night. This it's might like be coming in. Add- my time. You, addiction, you, you man. I don't know. This could be bad for me. This could be bad for me.
0: <laughs> man, that's awesome. I, I'm seriously, and I was just Andy, Derek, and I were speaking this morning. Not, man. You know, it's amazing. Um, I, for anyone who's listening, I mean, seriously, Derek. Let me, let's end here. You know, when we met. What a year ago! How long have you been the mastermind now? Just just about a year or so, uh, coming up on a year. A year ago when we met, I, we both said, "Hey, man, I, I'm not quite sure, you know, if you know what, what's going to come out of this, but I think you should be a part of this community because of who's in it, and, and there was something there." Like, talk about the power of a connect. Like, just for anyone who's listening, who maybe is kind of where you were a year ago, like, what advice would you give them if their goal is to maybe accomplish something bigger? Like, what changed for you? What was the key to finding a guy like Andy, accomplishing something that maybe you didn't think was possible for two more years? What word would you say?
2: Well, yeah, I think it's just getting in those rooms with the, with other people who are ambitious or, and, and more specifically, even more successful in, in what they're trying to do um, because it could inspire you and give you the confidence saying, look, these folks are just like me, you know, they're trying to do the same things as me. You know, so you get to learn from them and, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of the birds of a feather flock together, you know. And so you, you just start to build those relationships and realize I really can do this, you know, because everyone else here is. I just have to figure out a way, find uh, your, your special talent, what you can really contribute the most and focus on that thing. You don't have to worry about everything else. The other pieces fall into place.
0: Yeah. I love that, man. Andy, anything you would add to that? I want to pull up a video. I'm not going to show it, but I want people to see it of Derek later. So anything else you would add? No, I just, I just,
1: I I just want to, I really want people to kind of hone in on what Derek said there, which was like, there's people just like me, right? Like Derek listens to me. He's like, he's been doing this for 20 years. Come on, man. There's like tons of blind spots that he got. So that that's what I mean. Like the, what, the these holes that we can fill, and if people just kind of come in with, "Hey, look, you've put in a lot of hours in marketing or raising money or finding deals. There's a there's somewhere there's a, there's a place for you." So um, that, I just hope that people will reach out. And I'd love to talk to them more about it. Yeah.
0: So legacyax.com, right, Andy?
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And both these guys are on LinkedIn. They're also part of our mastermind. Um, and so, man, these guys are just becoming really dear friends. So grateful to have both of you on here. And um, really, man, can't wait to see you guys just skyrocket. And, and really, I think what's cool about your, your fun is that it's different, especially in our market and in our industry. And I think it's going to really attract a lot of people to what you guys are doing. And you're doing it the right way. You're really coming with it with, an, uh, with a mindset of, I really want to help those in the communities that we're developing. So, man, I'm, 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 I'm all for it. And I can't wait to give as much fuel to it as possible. Hey, just because the is over doesn't mean the journey is. Listen, if you are a faith-driven real estate professional or investor, then you'll want to go to TheKingdomREI.com to learn about our mastermind. If you're interested in investing alongside me in alternative investments like multifamily apartment complexes, then head to EllisHammond.com to learn more about that. Cheers.